Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast entitled, How the Gospel Liberates Us from the Fear of Pain. In this series, I address some of the common fears that we all experience and show how the gospel can set us free from being slaves to them. No one enjoys pain, especially I. In fact, I'm allergic to it. I have often heard people say that they are not afraid of dying, just of what leads up to it, which often includes pain. Some have a higher tolerance to pain than others, but no one in their right mind would choose to experience pain. Knowing this, torture is often used to break people's wills. In the military, those who go through SEER training, survival, evasion, resistance, and escape, are taught how to endure various forms of torture. But they are also told that everyone eventually breaks. The early church experienced awful forms of torture at the hands of Roman authorities. Many of them endured those horrors rather than deny their allegiance to the Lord Jesus. None of us knows what pain may be ahead of us as individuals or even as a society, whether it be emotional, physical, or social. When pain comes our way, how will we cope? The Bible gives us hope. The first thing we need to know is that our Lord willingly endured the excruciating pain of flogging and crucifixion for us. The Romans used this form of torture to remind their subjects of what could happen to those who rebelled against their rule. Public crucifixions were commonplace and served to intimidate the populace. That form of death could normally last for days as the victim slowly and painfully dehydrated and asphyxiated. Jesus warned his followers that serving him would require them to take up their cross, and everyone knew what this meant, which weeded out those who were not serious. Our Lord encouraged his disciples not to be afraid of those who could harm and kill the body. That's in Luke 12, 4 through 7. Jesus did not avoid the pain issue. Instead, he asks us to face it squarely with trust that God will be with us through every extremity. Jesus found strength through the Holy Spirit to endure his ordeal. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he asked his Father to spare him if possible. But knowing the unalterability of his coming sacrificial death, he steeled himself against what lay ahead. The Bible tells us that God's grace is sufficient for everything and anything that comes our way, including pain. 1 Corinthians 10.13 reads, 
No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. If we approach pain with the confidence that God's grace will see us through, it will help us to have the strength in our wills to endure. It requires faith to persevere without capitulating to fear. Hebrews 6.12 says, then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. Endurance, patience, and perseverance are proved through testing. We cannot have these things without going through difficulties. Consider what James the Lord's brother wrote to the church in Jerusalem. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That's James 1, 2 through 4 from the New Living Translation. The first Christians were prepared to endure because they expected to suffer for the sake of their faith. We must remember that life back then did not include the great variety of pain-numbing drugs that we have today. Most people would at some time face physical sufferings and perhaps great pain. Whatever pain and fears that confront us, we are given an opportunity to trust in God's grace to keep us. King David gave us a most glorious truth to hold close. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You're rotting your staff they comfort me. God will be with us, and he lives in us, in every situation, up to and including physical death. Because of that, we are more than conquerors, according to Paul, Romans 8:37. Lastly, the Bible tells us that when Christ was flogged by the Roman soldiers, that he carried our pain. In other words, not only did he experience pain for our sake, he took it so that it has no power over us. Isaiah 53, 4 reads, But he lifted up our illnesses. He carried our pain. Even though we thought he was being punished and attacked by God, and afflicted for something he had done. That's the New English translation. The same Hebrew word that says our Lord carried our sicknesses and pains are used to describe how he 
carried our sins. If our sins were forgiven by his death as our scapegoat, then so are our diseases healed and our pain assuaged. We can focus our eyes upon the one who was so unmercifully beaten and find the strength to endure. Perhaps the pain inflicted on us will lose its sting since he already carried it on our behalf. We may find that God's grace will do far more for us than we now imagine. The key is to stay focused on the Lord and the help that will be given to us when we need it. I'll close by reading a passage from 1 Peter 5, 8-11, the New American Standard Bible. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who calls you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen.